previously on hold up there partner i have to break some bad news to the audience i'm trying to do Let's the recap just let me do this whatever fine okay so unfortunately we lost some audio in our recording for this episode which is a huge bummer however this is why my group runs backup audio so we were able to salvage some of the parts that are very important to the story. For what was lost, I will recap the best that I can based on our notes, and we will get back into the story. So without further ado, here is a recap of the future episode. We find the group leaving the Mage's Goblet after Raynell and Jonathan's mage battle. They agreed to meet with Jonathan and Raynell for breakfast the next day. The group heads back to the Horn Nook to rest after a very eventful day. Unfortunately, while the others were dreaming, Diana had a very peculiar dream. Diana, as you are dreaming, your dream becomes drastically real. As if you are really there, but in another realm. You are surrounded by dark shadows that envelops the area. Next to you, you find Krom in a bubble in his own biome, traveling through the forest. To your other side, you see Sasha, also in a bubble, replaying the events at the trials as she is facing the headmaster on the bridge. You try to put your hands on the bubble-like containment, holding Krom, but as you place your hands upon it, the clear containment repels you resisting your touch. That's when you feel another presence. presence. Something else is here behind you, behind you. Watching, you. watching you. To the point the hairs on the back of your neck start to stand up. I will need a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh no. I take it back. I want to say my dream. <laughs> um, so I just add my wisdom modifier, right? Yes. Uh, it would be an 18. As you resist the urge to turn around, you begin running faster and faster, and you can hear chanting. At the corner of your eye, you see a finger like tendrils from the back of a hand start to swing towards you from behind like a snake-like arm. It gains on you as the hands from either side starts to get closer and closer. You wake up in a cold sweat, trying to figure out what that was. You see Sasha sleeping. You hear Krom subtly snoring off in the distance, but you can't fall asleep.
You don't really want to fall asleep after whatever that was. You suffer one point of exhaustion. Ugh. Which exhaustion, for those who do not know how that works, <clears throat> exhaustion is a special condition. Exhaustion is measured in six levels. An effect can give a creature one or more levels of exhaustion. At level one, you suffer disadvantage on ability checks. Ultimately, they get progressively worse, ending in death at level six. If you complete a long rest, you can reduce your exhaustion by one, so try not to get more than one for multiple reasons. The morning comes, and Krom and Sasha visibly see Diana's exhaustion, and she explains that she had a very peculiar dream, and they try to break it down and figure out what it really does mean. But they could not come to a conclusion. The group then decides to discuss the next heading and ultimately try to find Solivus. They decide to head south to the next town. In the middle of their preparations, they are interrupted by Raynell and Jonathan. Jonathan discusses that he has a special gift for the Kierhart's shop. And in order to go get it, he has to pick it up, which in return he asks for Sasha to accompany him one last time before they head off. During their walk, Jonathan discusses that he is offered a temporary job as the alchemy teacher for Dramage Academy, which Sasha is over-thrilled with excitement, but also is very concerned as he will be replacing Solovis' position for the moment. To protect Sasha's father, she decides to keep Solovis a secret for the moment. They arrive to the postage office where Jonathan offers a magical mailbox so that the group can mail him letters no matter where they are and they can receive letters with a special combination. While this is all happening with Sasha and Jonathan, Raynell stays behind and is very peculiarly staring at Diana as he really knows that she was once Tabby and starts to begin asking her very personal questions. But as a wizard, curiosity got the best of him. Can I help you, sir? Darling, I do not want to come across offensive, but this is an opportunity that I cannot miss, as I have never talked to a person of your species do you mind answering some questions? I, I mean, offense depends on what you're about to say next. <laughs> Raynell begins looking you up and down and circling you and takes a moment. Do you change clothes or is this part of your anatomy, your skin rather? I do typically change clothes, though I can sometimes change the clothes on my body without physically changing. Excellent. Then you enjoy fashion as well. Uh, I am quite fond of it, yes. 
It helps distinguish the different personas, as I usually call them. Hmm. Your choice in outfits and personas in that matter are quite beautiful. Thank you. Sasha, however, could learn from you. Yes, I am quite aware. During Raynell and Diana's conversation, Krom is very uneasy and is keeping his guard up and watching Raynell with a very fierce look on his face. I'll, I'll like, like, it's okay. <laughs> He's fine. Do you have any other questions for me? Just one for now. Is your Minotaur friend going to be okay with me? Uh, he'll be fine. I I know you were quite uncomfortable when we first met. I do apologize. I do understand. Um, so I'd rather get these questions out and uh, release that tension, if possible, between us, so we can maybe further get along. Sasha's benefit. Of course, darling. For the advancements of wizardry and science, I shall continue my questions. Let's see now. Ah, yes. Are you restricted on foods and drink? Do you sleep a normal schedule? Uh, um, so... As far as food and and drink and sleeping, I, I think you'll rather find we're quite, like most people, we do eat regular food and we do sleep at night, just like most. Then you must have a somewhat routine birthing cycle similar to humans. As far as birth, um, and she kind of like glances at Krom, because she's like, never talked about this stuff with them before. I'm not how... I'm not... sure how familiar you, either of you are with changelings. Um... But... then... Um, we are born with pale, pale skin, pale hair, eyes, everything. Uh, I'm not sure how other changelings are raised, but I was raised where I could be myself in home, but always had to put on a persona when leaving the house, just as a cautionary. So, um... I've been tabby for a very long time. While I while I do understand the discomfort of not really knowing if somebody is who they say they are, I can say that we definitely do not all use our abilities 
in harmful or negative ways. We are just trying to live our lives just like everybody else. We just, like clothing, can change our skin to fit our moods. Is a form of expression of ourselves. That is all. At least that is how I was raised. Truly, this has been extraordinary. As you are a fashion enthusiast, such as myself, I must simply take you shopping with me, darling. If you would accompany me, please. My treat. Um, we do have quite a bit to pack up, but if we do have time before we leave, sure. And so, Raynell and Diana head off to town and shop for clothes. Raynell picks some exclusive clothing just for Diana, as well as some outfits for Sasha. The group joins all together, which Raynell reviews one last gift for the entire crew, a presidigitation generator, which he instructs that with Sasha and Diana, they can choose what image they would like to play on loop. So essentially this is a holographic image or sound or even a smell type machine to attract customers. After saying their goodbyes, they leave Presdian and head south. And that is where we find the group currently, setting up camp for the night. It's recording. Done goofed up. <laughs> it's recording, Ricky. Gone. <laughs> Thank you for your patience. Okay. It's your first night back on the road. All together. It's been a while. <laughs> Reunited. <laughs> <laughs> As you randomly sing montages of your favorite ballads. Uh, <laughs> you set up camp for the night. You're still in the Nador forest. It's going to be a little bit before you get out. So as you set up camp and you hear the welcoming sound of the forest night. What would you like to do? Diana, do you know anything about this silver piece? Yes. So, the night that um, John, Paul, and I found you, uh, while we, we were being chased by werewolves, um, there was... I was almost decapitated but not quite um, and a sign caught my coin purse 
and money went flying everywhere and I do remember a piece hitting one of them and they stopped chasing us and seemed to be in pain so I think there's something about the silver coin that hurt him oh so that might be why one of the swords was missing in the professor's room because I think they were silver swords and if she knew she was going up against werewolves and silver hurts them she might have taken one of the swords with her that would make sense of the sword missing So that may be something to consider if we're ever planning on coming crossing paths with them again. It's probably a smart idea to find some silver things. Preferably larger than coins. Yes. Much larger. <laughs> I don't believe any of you have any silver weapons. Like silver material. No. Imagine they're all iron or steel, yeah, or stone, yeah. or straight up a boulder. I have a boulder on a stick, <laughs> <laughs> so that could be something we could look into. Um, the next city we get to, can I do like a history check and see if I would know any like places down south that might be known for weapon crafting? Yeah. That's a 12. From your knowledge of the southern area is not incredible because most of the weapons that you've been with or anything come from Hollow Mountain. So you know that most most towns or cities have some kind of blacksmith or weaponsmith just naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as a specialist, you don't really know. That was a nice trip. Yeah. How are we sleeping tonight? Taking watch? Rotating? All sleeping together? Setting an alarm spell? I think we do our normal road tested alarm on the door with bell yeah. on the door. <laughs> yeah. Alarm, I sleep against the door. Alarm on the one door and then a bell on the other door, so. We're protected. Yeah, I'll take I'll take my wand and tap the four corners of the door. Okay. Is there anything else you guys would like to do tonight before dozing off? A well-needed rest for Diana. Nope, I think we're good. Just none of that dream shit. What do you dream about? this game DM. <laughs> I dream about recordings not being lost. <laughs> Are you being legitimate? Yeah. Uh I guess I would dream about um trying to search for Solvus and Melanie. And just have like 
you know the kind of dream where it's like you think you're you're like finding somebody and it turns out it's not somebody and just getting frustrated by not finding what you're trying to find <laughs> I have a dream I have a dream this time <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so nervous now about dreaming. You've been doing it since the beginning of the session. I know, and I said I usually have a dream. I just did it the last time, but now I have one. <laughs> uh, so I would dream about uh, it would start off as like the shopping spree thing, like kind of like rehappening, but like weird dreamy outfits that are like really wild and obscure and stuff mm. but then like one of the times that she like opens the curtain to step out she realizes that she's like in her true form and she stepped into like the middle of the arena with all like pe all the people watching and like just it kind of would go from like a weird funny dream to like a kind hostile. of a nightmare yeah Okay. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Would I, I, you like the DM to come up with something no, for you? No. Crom <laughs> doesn't dream that night. <laughs> I feel like I'm just having like the same recurring dreams, but like I just there hasn't really been anything story wise that's like driving me in one direction or the other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Diana, you can remove the one point of exhaustion. Yay. And the morning arrives. As you are getting ready, Sasha is getting her spell slots ready for the day. Mm hmm. Um, where are you keeping your specter? Um, uh, on me, probably in, like, a pouch Okay. at my side or something like that. So I had a, I had an idea. Oh, okay. But anyway, I was thinking, since your, your hand, your pommel is like a lanyard leather, like, end, uh -huh. you could attach it. Oh, yeah. 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 Just tie it, like on there attach it kind of like a keychain yeah <laughs> yeah that's what it is yeah. charm yeah i'll do that attach it to the to the wand handle i would say before president you left president you would have mm -hmm. got like um kind of like a claw mm -hmm. to hold it so you can take it out if you needed to mm -hmm. like spring-loaded clamp yeah kind of um thing yeah um whether that be designed in a form of an animal or whatever, your choice. We can mm. figure that out later. But Yeah. So the morning rised, and you head off to Oakwort. It's going to be quite a few days before you get there, but no more Torrigio Bridge express lane. <laughs> And as you are traveling, you see an arrow pointing to 
the right as the path can split. And you see it saying common village bluefield. You got the map? It's not on the map. Oh. What's the other direction? Uh, Oakwart. The road that you're on. And then pointing back is Presdian. Yeah, it's not on the map. Where to go? Go to where? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. I... I suppose we could So so how far So so you said it was called Bluefield? Yeah. And it's not on our map, so we don't know how far out of our way going to Bluefield will be. Correct. It doesn't give like a mile estimation on the sign. On the sign miles or kilometers or <laughs> do they all have their own measuring system? Equivalence of <laughs> Um I would say there was there would probably be a sign under like a uh, wayfinding. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's about a um, quarter of a day travel off of your regular travel. Mm-hmm. It's not like far. Yeah. But you do know that it's going to be several days until maybe you hit another village or Oakwort. Oakwort's about a week and some odd days away from Presidian. I would say... By the means of your travel, so... I would say we could probably go to Bluefield and try to sell some things since we didn't get a chance to in Presidian that much. This is true. I did have to take some money out since I did lose my um, money <laughs> with the werewolves. So um, we're not low, but it would be very helpful to gain some of that back. Yeah. To Bluefield. To Bluefield. To Bluefield. They're all cotton, you know. In my head. To blow fail. To blow fail. We're going off to blow fail. <laughs> That's right. We're going That's off right. to the track, eh? Oh, we go down the road. And As you get closer, left. you hear chum chimney, chum chimney. <laughs> <laughs> <They're> singing, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you approach Bluefield, you see it's a very small town um probably population under a hundred oh <laughs> um these are very simple buildings that are made they're kind of like straw huts um some of them are nicer that are made out of cobblestone but simple living here you gather these people are um farmers and Surrounding the outer areas of the village, you see fields of various crops, and um, they constructed a man-made river that has um, their own mill to grind their crops and wheat and stuff. So, kind of a blast of the past compared to where you've been. As you roll up... uh, People are looking over. They, 
you get the sense they don't often get travelers a whole lot, especially a traveling shop. So they are paying attention to you all. Where do you head? Do you want to go to the center of town? Try to find somebody? I mean, can we do like perception to see if we can figure out where the market might be in this area? Yeah, it, it this town is small enough that you can kind of get the lay of the whole area. The The market could be, it would probably be near the um, mill house, we could call it. It's where they grind all their crops and there's a general store there. Right in that direction. Okay. So you're setting up shop? Sure. <laughs> Come on, entrepreneurs. <laughs> They're like, we almost died. We're going to go back to selling soap? Which <laughs> is so mediocre. <laughs> so you uh, have a new toy for your sign. Oh yeah, what are you gonna set it to? Bedazzle. Bedazzle. <laughs> There's a setting on there called Bedazzle. <laughs> uh, the way to use it is you would create the image uh, with the presentation. Presentation. Thank Words. You. <laughs> I'm a dab. Rest of digimitation. Don't get me started. Uh, you you would use that spell, cast it, and then it it's essentially a looping image, uh, a yield gif. That's how you pronounce it, by the way. Yeah. I don't have prestidigitation, so. You can also make um, smells, so I could like Ooh. enhance the soap smell. Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> what did I have it as my last soaps? Was it the lemon one? Yes, okay. you ran out of lavender. Okay. So, so I uh, you did get new um, a restock, so you could change that smell. Let's. Do something a bit more earthy. Okay. U eucalyptus. Eucalyptus. Okay. I'm so gonna have eucalyptus soap. Okay. And probably the last of the lemon. Okay. So, how are you using your new item then? Are you enhancing the soap smell, or are you going to make an image? Um, I'll probably start out with, like, this smell, and then maybe change it. Okay. After, like, it's kind of got some people's attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, then at that point, give me a performance at advantage. Hey, not 20. Hey! Woo! So 29. <laughs> Sold out. <laughs> Super good. Uh, an elderly elven woman comes up to the cart. 
your scents smell so lovely. Um, we've got uh, the lemongrass, and um, just recently I've made some eucalyptus, if you have a preference. Oh, this is not for me. This is for my husband. After he's been out in the fields for long days, it's a little more intolerable to my nose. So, I can... whatever your strongest scent. Probably the lemongrass, I would say. And how much are they? A silver for a bar. She gives you the silver. Okay. Wow. I'll write it down. Um, as she's paying it, she says, It's a little expensive for my taste, but I believe the quality here is well worth it. So thank you. You're welcome. The soap should help you and your husband out. Um, after she buys it, some others are becoming intrigued. And some buy some of the salves as well. Um, altogether, you make... In random assortments of coin, you make another five silver pieces. <laughs> A younger half-elf girl comes up to you, and she can't even get look over the counter as she's like hopping, and then she like climbs up and like leans over your <laughs> counter. Yeah. Uh, do you like sell any um? stuff to help sickness I like what kind of sickness um well see my my father's very sick and he could use the help but the local healer here says there's nothing he can do but what what's he sick with well my parents don't tell me I think it's just a stomach ache. Um, but if you're wanting to find out for sure if you're some kind of healer or specialist, I can take you to my house. Stranger danger. <laughs> I suppose it wouldn't hurt to have a look. I'm not sure if I can help, but... Uh, she like falls from the counter and like doesn't land on her feet and then she gets up brushes herself off you get a look at her she's um her clothes are kind of torn a bit and patched over she doesn't like um she looks more poor on on the lower end and she she gets up and she's like Okay. And then just starts, like, running. Uh, slow down. <laughs> I, I'm i gonna say this to uh, Diana and Crumb. I will be back unless you guys want to come along. I 
I think I'll stay here and see if anybody else comes by, but if you do need assistance, do let us know. Or let me know. Crom can go with you if he wants to. <laughs> Pond off. <laughs> well, I just meant, like, I'm not gonna speak for him. <laughs> I, I guess I'll stay here. Okay. I will be back then. So as she's running and you catch up to where you see her go in this house that's very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, she comes running in and you hear her just yelling, Mom! Mom! I brought someone! Um, this half-elf woman is coming out and she's like drying her hands like she was working on something on the inside. Hi. Hello. Um, your daughter was wondering if I could help. I wouldn't mind having a look. Lila has no reason to bring strangers into this house. She's worried for her father. I can understand that. Go ahead and give me a persuasion. <sighs> 19. I can offer you in if you want to try to help my husband, but we have no means of paying, able to pay you. That's okay. I just want to try and help. Uh, so she issues you in. He's. They have several blankets on him. Mm-hmm. And they have a fire basket that they fill with coal near him that is hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can tell he's incredibly cold. You can give me a medicine check. 22. No, I had to double check because I'm like, I'm proficient in that. <laughs> um, you are a Tremont. <laughs> you or um, you're gauging his like vitals and everything and realizing like Whatever this is is starting to become fatal mm-hmm. if you don't act within a day or two. Um, he's his eyes wake up and he's in a dazed, hallucinated state, and he was he says the flowers were so beautiful in the white. I just wanted to bring one home for my wife. And then he falls back to sleep. And you hear the footprints behind and you see his wife is leaning against the open way as you're on the floor kind of checking over him. Did he bring home any flowers no he came home and his hand was covered in snow of all things and he became ill that night it's been a week since the local healer here has no idea what's going on Do you know which direction he had come from? 
when he came home that day? Um, he came on the western side of the village here. I can show you where he has... He's a scavenger. He collects uh, wild plants uh, for our healer here. Okay. Yeah. If you If you could show me, please. So, she leads you to... It's it's kind of a path. It's more of a... We could call it a, a deer path. It's an unmarked walk pathway that uh, more animals use than elven or human. Okay. This is his favorite way to enter into the Nador forest. He says a lot of rare herbs and plants grow around here. Okay. Uh, thank you for showing me here. I wish I could do more. I'm just trying to prepare for the worst. And she kind of just goes back to her house. Okay. Um... You see this uh, large, very um, old human. He's probably shorter than your height, and he's very stocky. And he's got this stick that reminds you of um, druid-like spells. And he's wearing a burlap cloak. And he comes up to you and... Tribble. Your name? Uh, Sasha. I'm the local, local heal, healer around here, and... I heard... The Lycan family talking to you. Yes. Unfortunately, he is going to pass away. I have done everything I could. Have you looked into any white flowers nearby? No. Um, unfortunately, he is hallucinating from whatever disease he has come across. I think maybe there's some sort of plant he may have come across that maybe poisoned him. Best leave this to the professionals. I've been studying herbalism and medicine for most of my life, and Okay, I am going to see if I can find maybe what he had found before I give up on it. Go ahead and give me an insight. Oh, 23. Nice. <laughs> Good job. He has this 
concerned look on him. Like, he doesn't want you snooping around. Uh-huh. I can have the local town guard escort you for your protection. <clears throat> I think I can protect myself just fine. Thank you. Well, if you need anything else, or need help on your way back to where you are traveling, just ask. I will let you know if I need any help. Thank you. So he, like, heads back to one of the buildings, um, not really breaking eye contact with you. That's <laughs> Just sort of, like, doing the, okay, bye, and then just walking backwards, staring at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'll do this, and then he'll be like, yeah. <laughs> do you head back to the group? Um. Yeah, I'd probably let Diana and Crom know. Uh, that I think it's some sort of plant. So, the your selling market is kind of winding down at this time, and Sasha joins back, uh, leaving most of her shift. To you. Thanks. <laughs> so there's um, a sick man, and I think he's come across some sort of frost plant. Do you know anything about them? I don't know. Do I? <laughs> You can give me a nature check. Nature. 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 <laughs> That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. <laughs> you just give him a little tap. Said, <laughs> so, "Hey, nature, I respect you." <laughs> Stay over there. Respect. Sixteen. 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 You know that there's some uncommon plants that resemble the description that Sasha has given you of a white flower and the snow is what really gets you um you think of it is called a frost lich flower frost lich flower okay but normally they grow in the uh, tundra or mountainside so for around here it's kind of rare I would like to cast locate plants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Darn it. It's you right like, there. I think it's this. <laughs> I found it. Uh, describe or name a specific kind of beast or plant, concentrating on the voice of nature and your surroundings. You learn the direction and distance to the closest creature or plant of that kind within five miles, if any are present. Neat. Okay. Neat. Nature's pretty neat. Is it a ritual or is it instantaneous? Um, it says ritual, but then duration is instantaneous. Okay, so a ritual takes, I believe, ten minutes to do. Mm -hmm. that's, um, that's fine. But instantaneous reaction 
after that ten, yeah. ten minutes. So you need like a ten minute thinking spot. Yeah. So as you kind of go into a meditative state and just be like, hold up. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, you start singing different um, hymns and variables of songs and then you start to get a vision that a frost lich is within five miles of here and you know the direction and the distance and the distance which is five miles which is within five How miles convenient. Uh, exactly five miles exactly you know the it's on the western your western um, of the village. So as you are kind of figuring it out, you come to the path that Sasha was instructed of the last whereabouts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you have knowledge of how to get there. Exactly. Yes. So now what do we do? Onward. Go find it. Do we like pack up the cart? Tim's like, uh, I, I got it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell. It's you were, fine. You were selling stuff, and then you're like, mm, okay, that direction. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> now Tim got it. Well, okay, bye. Uh, <laughs> like I know where it's at, so it's not like. It's going like away. We, can, we yeah. can take time to close up shop. Yeah, okay. it's not like all right, and we gotta go find find a, find a spot for Tim to be for the night. I'm just saying for story or whatever. For 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 some reason, it's moving. Um, <laughs> it's alive. <laughs> okay, so you close up shop and start heading into the Nador Forest to the west. To the west. To the west. So as you are heading through the forest, it becomes darker as the sun starts to set. Spoopy. Who? I need party order, please. Oh. Uh, I guess I, I would probably lead the way since I know where I'm going. Yeah, that would make sense. And then I would be behind her. Yeah, because I wouldn't want to block Sasha's view. <laughs> Just get Minotaur. <laughs> Minotaur butt the whole time. <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> journey ever. Okay. So a bard, a wizard, and a Minotaur go into a woods. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um... As you continue through, Sasha and Diana, I need a dexterity save from both of you. Yay! You gotta love a dexterity save. Wow. 17. Also a 17. Ooh. So as you guys are walking um, down this path, you step and you feel like the ground is way softer than it should be and you back up just in time to see that there is a pitfall that's been dug here. Mm. And 
it triggers and falls in and within there you see a couple of spikes well, that's rude seems a little dangerous for such a small town indeed I mean it could be a trap for outsiders but in the middle of the woods though they're a small town what else are they going to do for protection? Or they could be trying to keep people in. Who knows? True. Um, give me a perception, Crown. No. <laughs> do it. Okay, well, we're done. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Great. You all Brand. die because Crown did not do perception. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. Is it a 12? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a 12. Oh, 12. <laughs> yeah, 12. 12. As 12? <laughs> Crumb, you notice... A 12? Yeah, a 12. <laughs> you notice in the distance... Um... A short at twelve o'clock in your in your twelve range, <laughs> a short figure creature like walking on two legs, moving between the trees, and just so I'm clear because I messed this up last time on the ground <laughs> on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I this caught it this time. I want that notice between the trees. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I got it. Um, it's it's hiding. Like it noticed your presence and then it hid. It Looks like it? we're uh, being watched. Where? There's a creature that direction. I'll kind of suddenly point. He hid behind the tree when I spotted him. Should we find the creature or should we avoid the creature? I could try walking over there to see what he wants. That's what you feel you should do. I'm gonna walk over there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no stealth about it. I don't do stealth. It's true. Be one with nature. Conk, 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 conk. Yes, that's what I sound like. Conk, 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 conk. As you, I would like you... walk over there and maybe like peek around the tree that I see them hide behind. Okay. Hello. Is anybody home? <laughs> so as you. Even though you're not being stealth about it, um, you walk up to that tree and you peer over and you see this goblin that's wearing potato sacks that's been sewn together as clothing and he, he's holding a spear and he's breathing heavily, like leaning against the tree and then he like looks up towards you and he's like, ah! and then he just starts running. <laughs> Can I like try to grapple? Yeah. How does one grapple? Strength. Is it just a straight strength check? It's a strength against my strength. Okay. 
Please beat the goblin. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> my team just hates me. <laughs> <laughs> they jinxed me. What'd you get? <laughs> it's just straight, straight, right? Yeah. It's a six. Six? Six. I didn't say anything. So, as you go to grab the goblin, mm-hmm. uh, you grab a hold of his clothes, and, just... and you pull his clothes, and you, like, rip them off. And then you just see this naked goblin running in the woods. I could chase him. You could. I'm going to chase him. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I got I got movement speed on him. It's true. You're, you're going mean... to you're gonna outrun him. I, I like even at base walking speed, I move forty now. <laughs> yeah, I'll try it again. <laughs> okay. Are you? <laughs> yeah. What'd you do? What'd you get? Six. <laughs> um. We're what's just your gonna AC? Keep doing this. What? What's your AC? Don't ask me that question. 16. Okay. Uh-oh. Take six points of piercing damage as as you're running. You're kind of like doing this like awkward awkward after. yeah and you turn he, the goblin turns around and just kind of like lunge impales you with this spear and uh, it stabs you in your like lower calf. <laughs> and then you just hear the goblin just like ah! And the like starts running. I'm not trying to harm you. Lies. Try it again. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I've been gone for this many sessions and I can't roll Dax shit. What happened? Did you roll a one? Yeah, I rolled a one. So that makes it a three, I think. Or no, that's five. Five total. Five. Because I got a plus four. Take four points of piercing damage. <laughs> what happened? What happened? What happened? I rolled a one. <laughs> it's not going well, for, Vicky. For what? For trying to grab a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you. Can I? Can I? If if I like ran in front of him, yeah, and tried to stop him, can I get advantage? <laughs> So we can end this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> just so, like, he would hit me, fall prone, and I could just grab him then. <laughs> so, so as he impales you for the four points of piercing damage, second time, second time, uh, you see him. He's he's terrified. He doesn't want to keep doing this. And, like he just starts running again. You just hear in the distance, ah! like into the woods. Uh, you can go ahead and try to run ahead of him, and I'll give you advantage this time. Okay, I, I'm running ahead of him then. Jesus, H. <laughs> who thought, like, seriously, who thought this was going to be difficult? <laughs> I didn't, and I'm loving it. Well, both rolls were the same. <laughs> it's going to be what it is. <laughs> so it's, it's 16 for both. Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, you weave between the trees, and even though you hurt a large Benatar, this goblin's peripheral is horrible, and you run straight ahead of him, and he just 
clamors right into you, and you grip him, and you pick him up, and he's like, Don't hit! Don't hit! I told you I'm not trying to harm you. I just wanted to ask you some questions. <sighs> okay. Now, let's go back and get your clothes. So you sit him down? No, I'm going to walk it back. <laughs> it's hard enough grabbing the little shit. <laughs> so you see Crum like, carrying a toddler-sized goblin. It's like under my... <laughs> naked. <laughs> His little booty. <laughs> to, like, wrap the potato sack around. He, uh... As you get... He gets closer to the the rest of you, he kind of awkwardly, like, waves. He's like, hi. <laughs> hi! Hi. Um, can I have my clothes, please? Yeah, I'll like lift it up and slip them in. <laughs> Just kind of wedge it. <laughs> so nobody has to stare at it. <laughs> now, are you calm? Yes. Why were you watching us? You have a lot of valuables. And I would like to have some. And he goes to reach for Sasha's specter. Uh, no. It's so pretty, though. Did you dig this pit? That's my food hole. Do you have any other food holes? None that I'm allowed to use. So there's other food holes out here? Other goblins, yes. How many of you are out there? Leighton doesn't know how to count, and he gets real sad. Are there lots? Like many? Or few? Yes. Some of people. Goblins. Leighton is hated by the others. Why are you hated? Leighton's stupid. Well, you seem to be pretty slippery to me. I had a hard time catching you. Give me a strength roll. <laughs> Fuck you, Nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> 24. <laughs> Leighton's super slippery, and then he like, starts to wiggle, and he's, you're just like gripping him. Yeah! Ha! 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 You're like a greasy child. <laughs> you got kid hands! <laughs> so what you do with Leighton? Well... I'd like to put you back down, as long as you promise not to poke any of us. And to put your clothes on. Uh, Leighton, do you know of any white flowers that are, like, cold? Give me a persuasion as well, with advantage. Another nat 20, motherfucker. <laughs> 23! <laughs> now I can roll. So, you sit Leighton down, and he starts putting his clothes on, like, He's looking straight at you like, I guess clothes are optional for him, but he puts them on. One, two, three. 
on persuasion? Yes. Oh, everybody's running. 23's on persuasion. Right? Apparently. Do I need to roll for persuasion? Probably. No, you can just sit over there. <laughs> You're not talking. Roll for persuasion. How can you persuade? Um, God. I only rolled the 20, so. Only. So, as you're talking about White Flower that's cold, he looks at you. The cold, pretty ones. Yes. Leighton was told not to touch them. Do you know what happens if somebody does? You become frozen. know how to fix it. Leighton's stupid, remember. But does Leighton know? He picks up the stick. I know how to poke things and dig food holes. Would you be able to lead us to one of these flowers? What does Leighton get? Let me check my inventory. See what kind of garbage I got. I'm not <laughs> gonna give him garbage. <laughs> Goblins. I the trash have... pandas of fantasy. Okay, I, I so have a gold piece. I have a tunic oh, that I got from a... that one room. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I don't really need. And a glove. And a glove. Okay. We can give Leighton nice clothes. Leighton would look better than Goblin Boss. Leighton accepts. Wonderful. Off we go then. And with that, we're going to end the session. Hey, I like Leighton. He's cute. He's gonna Leighton. be a friend. Leighton's stupid. Wow, was that a crazy episode or what? I'm sitting on the edge of my seat to find out what happens next time. Are you? Well, to follow us, follow us on Uncontrollably Fine on Facebook or Uncontrolled Fine on Twitter. That's U-N-C-T-R-L Fine on Twitter. And remember to remember that thing you forgot to remember.